Thanks for downloading the Wrestling Audio app. None of these people want to hear another word from you. Trust me. Here's some exclusive content to tickle your ears. Welcome to WrestlingAudio.com. My name's Dangerous Dave, and you're listening to Spare Change. This is going to be a review version of Spare Change. It's going to be probably exclusive to either the app or Patreon. So if you listen to it through there, we always appreciate uh, your support and everything that you do. Uh, this is going to be my review of the WWE. It's called 24. The best of um, the best of 2018 DVD that they've just released. As always, if you want to get in touch with me, easiest way is on Twitter, DGS316, the wrestling or website for the Facebook page. Lots of ways to get in touch with me. Now, this pay per view, this pay per view, this um, DVD itself is a um, it's kind of a collection of the four best uh, documentaries that they've created for the WWE Network. So, if you have got the network, you've probably seen everything that's on here um it is all on there but if you are someone like me who likes physical media likes to be able to to look and and uh, i don't say look and touch that sounds wrong but it's you know it's stuff you know if you if you were out and about and you didn't have network you didn't have um you didn't have a signal um you know you might want to buy something like this so it includes the the, i say four of the the best documentaries that they've got and these are the uh, wrestlemania orlando as this is a look at the um wrestlemania uh, I believe it's WrestleMania 33, and I'll, I'll, I'll go into a second. The Raw, the Raw 25, Empowered, and the Hardys, Woken. Uh, all four of them are worth watching, but certainly I say some are more more than others, and obviously I'll go into that in a second. Uh, this set itself, it comes with some extras as well, so I'll go into that in a second as well, uh, just to go through all the things that are that are on there. Uh, so if you did want to to get that, so you can obviously uh, pick that up. Now, now the Hardy's Woken is basically a look. Uh, probably the best one, and uh, really the one I wanted to focus on more, is the the Hardy's Woken is a look at the careers of Matt and Jeff Hardy, basically as they set up to re-debut at WrestleMania 33. Now it was amazing some seeing some of the archive footage of them, uh, some of the insane things they did when they were a team, obviously uh, that we know them for. Uh, you can see. Really based on this, just how and why they got so burnt out by having to perform and do these things. Obviously, they go through the, they, they don't shy away from things like the drug issues, um, their dress and how bad it became. There's a horrible moment, uh, where they show, uh, it's Matt Hardy being interviewed and he falls asleep and you hear, you hear the guy who's interviewing going like, Matt, Matt, yeah, hello. And it's just so, bleak really and you have people like Christian and Big Show talking about how you know talking to like I think it was they're talking about Matt Hardy saying about how he would he would come up to them and say he's all right and he'd be like you know don't 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 lie to me I know exactly what you've been doing you know they talk about Jeff, Jeff Hardy's arrest on the drug charges and you know everything everything that was going on with that uh, you know his time in TNA is brought up and they do show footage from that as well and of course they talk about obviously TNA making the decision to make him champion you know Eric Bischoff and AJ Styles talk about how difficult it was to work with him they talk about Victory Road 2011 which generally is regarded as the lowest of the lowest points um basically one of the worst moments in wrestling over the last probably 10 years um which if you haven't seen it and you're not aware of what that is you just need to watch this because it's just so bleak i think one the worst like the worst moment in like the, for the wrestling observer and things like that so obviously they had a lot of interventions you know matt hardy was sp- spiraling into drinking drugs and so was jeff hardy uh, if you actually the, the thing that always comes back to us is obviously the, the bet. And of course, if you don't, if you're not a, um, an old school wrestling audio f- uh, fan, if you only just join us, me and Mo had a bet. When, uh, when Jeff Hardy was arrested originally, the charges were insane to the point where I think only, I think he was charged on like six different things and three of them had like a maximum sentence of something like 40 years. 
And over the course of like these six charges, he could have been he could have been jailed for something like 190 years. I mean, that's kind of the worst of the worst. And I made a comment, and we made this sort of bet that I said he was going to get at least a year. I think I said about like a year or two years. I said if he comes out with less than that, then I forfeit. You know, and we made this bet, and the forfeit was I ended up having to write a um, glowing article about how much I loved Vicky Guerrero. Which actually, I actually really enjoyed doing that. It made me appreciate her as a heel. But it ended up, he, I think he got something like two weeks in jail. Bizarre. But um, obviously, they both recovered and started a family, which is lovely. Uh, she's going to get out of that spiral, that self destruction. Uh, they both went to TNA, um, back to TNA. And obviously, that became the broken Matt Hardy gimmick, which I just thought, you know, personally was one of the best gimmicks of the past, you know four or five years really um i i think what that year that happened i think he was the only tna person on my top 25 and i think i made the point of him being the only reason i watched tna which was i mean they talk about obviously the um the final deletion the brother nero thing which i thought was great and obviously they became relevant again they real they rebuilt their like reputation in the past uh they you know they were working in ring of honor and tna and all these other places and then of course went back to wb to the biggest pop of all time um well not biggest pop of that night really uh i think everyone was just so surprised so happy to see them uh, i remember watching it myself didn't think i think they'd worked at ring on the day before and he kept on saying no we're not going to be there we might be there for access no 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 and then when they appeared it was just such a wow that um it was surprising um Obviously, soon after Jeff uh, was injured, obviously Matt became obviously the Woken gimmick, um, which wasn't as good as the TNA one, but I still think it was entertaining. The stuff with Bray Wyatt, the ultimate deletion, and you know, sadly Jeff obviously get, got arrested again, uh, which was a shame. Sort of seeing him go back to his old ways. Um, now it was surprising to see some TNA footage, and they are doing this now where they are promoting. It's like an app called like Global. I think it's called G, G, G Wrestling or something, where it's like an app where you can get all the TNA, all the Ring of Honor stuff. I, I, I think you have to pay for it. I think the, the TV shows are free, but I think the pay views and things are all uh, things you have to pay for. But it's uh, it's interesting to see that, and hopefully they do do that more when they do like another AJ Styles set and things like that. Um, now, they do include the full tag match from WrestleMania 33, uh, which I thought was a really good match. Um, but I did think that I did want them to include like one of their older matches, like the WrestleMania 16 or 17 match as well. Uh, they include the ultimate deletion between uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, uh, which is as insane as I remembered it, but uh, definitely a great, worth watching. I actually thought that this probably was the best, of the four things that are on here, this is the one I really enjoyed. I, I really did take my time to really enjoy this one. I thought... Um, there was definitely a rewatch ability uh, factor to it. The next one is WrestleMania Orlando, which is a build, as I say, up to WrestleMania 33, which is really the the the, the documentary equivalent of someone with ADHD. I mean, it really was. They didn't know what to focus on. So there was a lot of, like, Naomi was injured. Uh, they talk about, you know, Alexa Bliss, Charles Flair, Seth Rollins. I mean, it literally jumps from one person to the other to the other to the other. They talk about the Miz and Maurice versus John Cena and Nikki Bella. They talk about how... Um, Nikki Bella going on about how she didn't know that he was going to promote, propose to her, which I'm going to call a huge heaping pile of BS for. But, you know, there we go. Um, you know, the other takes up about his, uh, his match with Roman Reigns. Um, I say it just needed a bit more focus. If they'd have focused on maybe just Roman Reigns and Undertaker or, you know, the Miz and, the Miz and Maurice or something like that, it would have been a lot more interesting. You know, they talk about, you know, Kerr Hangul coming back for the Hall of Fame, you know, the, the Hardy Boys coming back, obviously. 
it just felt like there was nothing. I said there just it just felt like there was nothing really to focus on. Included for this particular episode was the SmackDown Women's Championship match, which was a great match. Um, uh, the 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 match that Naomi won, um, but I I, I just. I, I'm not really sure why they included that one. I thought they may have included the Roman Reigns um, or, or the like the John Cena, but at least to have the um, the payoff of the sort of proposal, which sadly um, is not to be. Um, now, Empowered is a look at what led up to the first Royal Rumble, uh, the first like women's Royal Rumble, which I thought was a really good idea. And certainly, I kind of wish they'd have included that on the the DVD um, or or maybe on the. Um, the Evolution Revolution uh, women's DVD that they did uh, a while back. I thought they, I thought it was a good, I mean it was a good interesting way of looking at the backstage. They, they look at a booking meeting and things like that, and it was great to see all those people who were there. They did obviously go through all the so the, the glass ceilings they broke, like the Hell in a Cell, the main event, the Money in the Bank, and I, you know the May Young Classic. So there's a lot of basically them showing just how great these women are going through all the NXT stuff. Uh, they talk about how they book the um, you know, the Royal Rumble, looking at like the, the rise of Asuka, which you know, it's a shame that it didn't go to where it should have gone, but it was great to see you know, the rise of Asuka and the debut of Ronda Rousey as well. Um, for me, it really did show. I mean, one of the things that it did show, which you know, I, I, I you know, we, we all sort of rag on her as much as we can, but you know, Stephanie McMahon is a real spearhead into this women's revolution. And, you know, she, she doesn't really get the, the props that she deserves. I mean, she really is the one who's spearheading all this alongside Triple H, alongside people at NXT and people like that. So uh, I do think that it was a great, um, great part, but I do feel that maybe they should have kept this aside and maybe made up like a, like a second women's revolution thing, especially with the, like the added it to the evolution pay-per-view maybe uh, would have been more interesting. From this, they include two matches from Charlotte. Now, it's not odd because obviously she is focused on mainly in the documentary, but it just the matches themselves were a bit weird. They include the Ruby here against Ruby Riot Fast Lane, which is only really memorable for the, uh, the appearance of Asuka uh, when obviously she's um, challenging uh, Flair, and then they include Flair versus Asuka, which I think was a great match. It just just didn't have the ending uh, for me, but. It's a shame. And um, it's surprising that they don't include the Hell in a Cell between Flair and Sasha Banks or like the female Elimination Chamber, something of that nature, or even something the um, the Ronda Rousey, Kate Angle versus uh, Stephanie Van and Triple H match, um, which probably would have been a bit more, made a more sense because they, they focused on it. Next up, we have the Raw 25, which again really should have been on the, the DVD set they released a while back. Um, it was a, basically, again, an ADHD um, thing where they just couldn't figure out what to focus on. They focused on you know, the Miz, they focused on the, the fact there was at two different, uh, they, they were hosting at two different arenas, like the Manhattan Center and the Barclays Center. Uh, they talk about obviously the Undertaker being there, they have the click, you know, Racing Ramon and everyone. Um, they talk about obviously doing the, um, the Manhattan centers, they had the ICO Pro um, things. And they talk about, you know, the, the original roar and obviously all the, the things that have happened. And I, to me, it was just that, again, it was just, there was just no focus to this documentary. It could have been so much better if they just focused on maybe the Undertakers on the way to the ring or, or um, something of that nature. I mean, they, they just didn't, I don't know what they were trying to focus on, but it certainly wasn't anything 
that was coherent. And it could have been a good two or three episodes of this instead of just smashing it all into one. I say it just needed a little bit more focus, maybe focus on maybe two or three people rather than just being literally next person, next person, next person. And it just felt like they were just trying to do too much. The the extras for this is they include for some reason uh, Yokozuna versus Kogo Beware. And I presume that this is the first match from Raw ever, which I understand that that's quite significant, but that doesn't mean that it's a good match. It is a squash in the very literal sense of the word. Now, they do have the, it's called the McMahon's Give Thanks, which was quite a lengthy little skit that they did on the Raw 25, uh, which is really only memorable simply because Stone Cold came out and stunned everyone. As I say, for me, the, the, the set is a bit of a mixed bag. The Hardys one definitely, and the Evolution one is definitely um, the, the, sorry, it's, it's not called Evolution, I'm sure it is. Sorry, empowered. Sorry, evolution. Yeah, so the empowered, the uh, the empowered, and the Hardy Boys one is, is a really good documentary, and they really did work well with them. Um, I say with a little bit more focus on the other two, maybe they could have been better. But I just felt that the WrestleMania one and the Raw one probably is the fact that they should have been attached to the pay per views. It's odd to watch the WrestleMania one for WrestleMania 33 when it's almost like two years old, so it it doesn't have that kind of same impact as if I watched it two or three months after, which is probably when it was released. But even then, uh, obviously, I'm presuming it was done in this year. Otherwise, it would make no sense for this set. I didn't think it was a um, one that I'd recommend buying, so to speak. Uh, I think if, you, if, if you've if got the network, you've basically got everything that's on this set. As I say, used really only for people who want physical media or maybe they've got terrible like network connections or they can only use it certain ways or however it is. But I, um, I I wouldn't really recommend buying it. There's nothing on here that you would say, definitely you need to get this for this. Uh, I thought the, uh, the, the three doc, the four documents themselves, maybe outside of their own realm. So if the Hardy boys wanted being attached to the Hardy boys set that was released last this year, same with the, um, the, the evolved ones, same with all of them, really. I mean, I think the, the empowered one, sorry, the, I don't know why I keep thinking evolved. It's obviously, because the pay few, but the other two, I mean, they say the raw one should have been on the raw twenty five. The other one should be on WrestleMania from two years ago. So I think it, it it's worth watching if you haven't seen it. Obviously, it does point you in the right direction of some great documentaries. And if you are a fan of um, of WWE's documentaries, they are they are very good and they're well made. It's just that they just needed a couple of tweaks here and there. Um, but I say that the Hardy Bond, if you. If you haven't seen it already, I definitely recommend watching the Hardys one. It is really an eye-opening thing. If you are um, a fan of either of them, whether it's whether it's Matt or Jeff, I think it's good that they did focus on both, and I did really enjoy uh, that. So I'd give this probably a three out of six. I would say it's not necessary to own this, but if you if you did want to, I think it's it's got two really good documentaries, two not so good documents, and some good good matches that you can watch afterwards uh, so that's that's my thoughts in regards to that well that's all from me thank you very much for listening my name's dangerous dave and you've been listening to wrestlingaudio.com hey this is the king of the mountain jeff chair tna knockout madison rain this is big daddy b hey this is your olympic hero kurt angle find us on itunes search for wrestling audio wrestling audio wrestlingaudio.com so subscribe to your feed then tell your friends